The Dragon Reread is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Did you know armadillos never have to use any remote telecommunication software like VoIP because they already have something called VOR, V-O-A-R, which stands for Voice Over Armadillo. (laughs) (laughs) For more armadillo-related facts and to find out how you can access episodes a day early, check us out at patreon.com slash armadillo podcasting club. Hey there. Do you have a question you'd like us to answer on the show or anything else you'd like us to discuss? Well, fire away. Send us a message at hello at thedragonreread.com or send us a message on Facebook or Twitter or write it on a piece of paper and fold that up into a paper airplane and throw it at us. <laughs> and uh, if we can, we'll talk about it on the show. Again, that's hello at thedragonreread.com. Wheel of Time turns and ages come and pass, leaving memories that become podcasts. Hello there, welcome to The Dragon Reread. We're rereading Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time series of fantasy novels. I am Jeff Lake. I'm Alice Sullivan. And I'm Micah Sparkman. And today we're covering chapters three through six of Path of Daggers, book eight, <laughs> eight of The Wheel of Time. Previously, a bunch of border folks meet up for some dragon talk. They decide to take decisive action. Now, we're unclear exactly what that action is, but it's all very dramatic. Uh, We also check in with Viren, who's using what I'm pretty sure is some evil wizard shit to interrogate Aes Sedai prisoners for mysterious reasons of her own. I'm sure it's fine. Uh, Then we check in with Moradin, who's sitting alone playing solitaire with some really angsty 90s music playing in the background. Maybe like a little bit of like a teardrop rolling down his cheek because he's just so lonely. Um, (laughs) But then we spent most of the rest of our time rolling around with NDA, who was ever-growing entourage of Aes Sedai, Windfinders, and Circlers, I guess? I don't know. Do we have a name for them? The the Kin. They call themselves the Kin. Can we just call them the Kin, then? Okay. So, yeah, the Aes Sedai, Windfinders, and and the Kin are just, you know, rolling on, having a good time. They uh, portal on over to the farm for a little wind bowl action, Uh, but little do they know that they're on the radar of both Moradin and that squishy murder man who just hates wizards. Bum, bum, bum! Chapter 3, A Pleasant Ride, Icon of the Wheel of Time. So they're heading to the farm uh, from the uh, teleportation portal, the gateway. Uh, There's all sorts of tensions among NDA's extended company. Shocking. Uh, Yeah, which uh, is just pretty normal for NDA. They're kind of always at odds with each other, right? Yeah, it's it's like that's one of their defining characteristics is that they never really get along. Like they they work, you know, they they function, but like none of them, none of them really like each other. I I think that's that's part of their success. Is that whenever anybody encounters them, they think, these people are a disaster. We don't have to worry about them. And then, boom, naive fist to the face. <laughs> and it works. I mean, yeah, nobody, yeah. nobody sees it coming. But yeah, it sounds like they're riding along through, I don't know, like a rainforest or something based on the descriptions. I was the, the There's some kind of cool descriptions here, but there's like, it sounds like ferns or maybe like fronds. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's some kind of lowlands, like delta type thing. It was surprising. It was such a change after the description of the everywhere else in the land they've been that's just been like a waste right now you know just (laughs) Mm -hmm. dry and dead yeah we also Uh, learn a little bit more about the deal that uh that nda made with the sea folk which sounds like a really bad deal right like i like you know people give keep giving them these looks like kind of side eye about it and uh, okay it kind of sounds like they got raked over the coals i don't think so actually because first of all they're saving the world right that's true okay fair enough and the the deal seems to be like 
you know, it seems to involve they send some Aes Sedai to go train the Windfinders. The Windfinders can come to the tower and learn what they want. But this is how the Aes Sedai get you, right? If there's Aes Sedai around, then they, they get involved in everything. That's why well, everybody's paranoid about even having Aes Sedai anywhere near them. See, I had the same thought, but it, but the wording is important. What they say is that they, they have to send the Aes Sedai, I think it's like 20 or something like that, and they're subject to sea folk laws, and they have to teach them whatever they, they want to know. So to me, it's like these are – like normally when an Aes Sedai is inserted into a situation, she's in control. She's like pulling the strings. Well, but remember, the Aes Sedai are always telling people we're just servants. You know, I think Aes Sedai means servant or something like that, servant of everybody. Uh, yeah, and they're always like, "Yeah, we're just advisors to the queen," but, but actually, that's what they do. They worm their way in with this like fake submission. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. It it feels like it feels like this is one of those things where their oaths might actually put them in a in a poor position here. But maybe not. I mean, maybe it'll be fine. You know. Yeah, and, uh, and also like if you're an Aes Sedai, you think in terms of centuries. So like, you know, what's it only? It's only going to take the Windfinders a generation to learn everything you know. And then you've got this established practice of having 20 Aes Sedai there who don't need to teach everybody everything because the Windfinder is teaching them themselves. And now it's like this firm connection that you've made. That's a good point. If you look in the long term, it, this is a this is a really a good bond to establish, especially among a folk that are until now so secretive that even sea folk who do go to the tower occasionally right. are never talk about their lives. Right. Like, didn't and, they mention that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there are Aes Sedai, uh, there are things that Windfighters know that Aes Sedai don't. So they're, they're going to learn that stuff. That's true. All so the weather I, magic. So I think this might not actually be that bad a deal, although Aes Sedai certainly don't like it. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're, they're not keen on the idea of having having a, 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 an arrangement where people can come and go from the tower that aren't Aes Sedai, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this drama, I, I the drama between uh, NDA's team is, let's see, Elaine sends Avienda to go scare the sea folk because the sea folk right. are too uppity. Right. Which seems like it sort of kind of works. Uh, the kin want the Aes Sedai to hold the Black Aja, and the Aes Sedai want the Aes Sedai to hold the Black Aja that they've captured. But Elaine does not want the Aes Sedai to hold the Black Aja. <laughs> right. Which I don't know why. Is it just like a power thing? I think so. I think it's just because she's the boss and she made the call. Like, I, I can't think of any other reason except the, well, there's one very good reason, which is that she doesn't trust the Aes Sedai. In the same way, the, the kin are, are subservient and more or less doing what she wants. The Aes Sedai are not, right? I always thought I thought it might be that she was worried about Black Aja's in the Aes Sedai. I thought so, too. It, well, we'll get to it later. <laughs> but it, apparently that's not a thing because, you know. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, and, and then I guess because of that tension, they are one by one uh, approaching her individually one after yeah. the other, which I don't understand. Like, I know. This they is keep so talking about how these, right? these people are master manipulators. <laughs> this is this is really not chill, guys. This is really stupid, but it actually really reminded me of the show The Bachelor. Because, <laughs> no, no, because, yeah, because The Bachelor, like, will go off in a cabana or something and he'll meet with one of the women and he'll talk to her about bullshit for a while. And then another woman will come up. And be like, oh, can I talk, borrow him for a minute? And like the first woman stares daggers at her and wanders off. <laughs> then it's replaced by a third woman. <laughs> They're all taking turns with Elaine. Yeah. I mean, they are right. though. Yeah, really. no. And, and it's funny because like they have these really like, these, these really poorly concealed attempts at this, right? Like every, one of them will come and be like, oh, did you know that this statue, the, these these toes on this 
the statue or of this warrior woman. Oh, very mysterious. Hey, how about uh, how about that uh, Black Aja? Maybe we should. It's like <laughs> it was it's, not smoothly done at all. Yeah, no smooth segues at all. It's terrible. Yeah, I, I was wondering about that. Like, are the Aes Sedai and all them just not as good at manipulating, or is it supposed to be that Elaine is really well prepared and trained for all of this? For reading undercurrents and stuff. Yeah, maybe it's just obvious from Elaine's perspective. Maybe these Aes Sedai don't uh, respect Elaine. Yeah. Or so maybe... they don't see a need to, to be manipulative or cautious. Maybe they don't respect each other, right? Maybe they're not good at working together and they just, they think that they'll succeed where everybody else failed and they don't have a plan. Either way, they are, they're very bad at it. it, it I think yeah. we talked about this before. Maybe it's not that the Aes Sedai are actually good at these things. It's just normally people are f- so afraid of them that they just kind of let them, they treat them like they're 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 smarter than they are or something, you know? Yeah. Right, yeah. And, and they even mentioned how Miralil is, spo- is this gray Aja who's supposed to be an amazing you know, negotiator, a very deft touch. Whatever. But not here. <laughs> yeah. Either way, it, fe- it seems like Elaine needs to institute office hours or something. You know, it's like, okay, you can visit me between the hours of like three and six and uh, <laughs> otherwise get the fuck out of here. <laughs> right. Uh, and, and the kin are trying it too. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's an alternating thing, right? Not on, not even on purpose, but it seems like it goes back and forth between the kin and the Aes Sedai, who, yeah. again, are both ach- trying to achieve more or less the same thing. And Elaine's yeah. like, no. I mean, to be yeah. fair, it's not like they have anything else going on right now, right? They're just riding horses. It's true. Yeah, yeah. They, they could just be bored. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, didn't they say it was like an, an hour and a half ride? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. They, and they just teleport. They're used to teleporting. Like, oh my God, this is so long. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And apparently, so, Nynaeve is no help at all because she's, uh, now that she's cleared her power block, she's got a, a new kind of block. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or lack of. She's yeah, got yeah. boys on the brain. Nynaeve right. is thirsty AF. Yeah, you know, <laughs> one day I, I know Nynaeve is going to become this badass warrior sorceress queen or whatever, but apparently that's not today. Today is not that day. <laughs> today is not that day. <laughs> it's so disappointing because I was like so excited. She's like, oh, she's cleared her block. We're going to see what she's capable of. It's like, no, she's just going to follow Lan around for a little while. She's uh. She, you know what? Like she spent her whole life not getting laid, and now she's had a a, a piece of like okay. the best dick in the world, right? <laughs> so I know, I know right. I mean, it is the best dick in the world, right? It's uh-huh. it's so stern. <laughs> if death was a dick. dick, it would have been his dick. It's heavier <laughs> than a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> a dick carved from craggy granite or something. <laughs> I, I was, okay, so. I just thought of this. Uh, it was presented as though Lan is going off scouting and Nynaeve is following him around and scouting oh, too. Do you mm-hmm. think that they are just like, you know, flattening the ferns out there? Probably. I mean, she's I mean, a, take she's breaks, a right? country girl. <laughs> That's right. That's right. She doesn't need a bed, you know? Yeah, she doesn't need a bed. She doesn't need a roof. She just needs a man. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, that's probably what's going on. Good yeah, for her. That, 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 that makes a lot more sense, yeah. Jeff. Because I was Good like, "Why is she following him around?" Yeah, they're getting they're they're getting on. You know what? No, I, I honestly, would. I think she'd be calmer. <laughs> that's true. She's still pretty edgy, huh? Yeah. So, chapter four: a quiet place. Icon of the Black Aja. Uh, the team finally reaches the farm, which is sort of a commune type of deal. Uh, there's hundreds of people there, hundreds of women, and uh, the very sight of an Aes Sedai sends the whole place into panic. All the people scatter. It was kind of yeah, humorous. It's like, it's like cartoonish, yeah. right? Like, like ah! they're, they're... <laughs> it's an Aes Sedai. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's Women are crazy. like literally fainting right there. <laughs> yeah. 
we and we meet this uh this new character is it Elise Alice I don't know how you say that I think is it's it? Alice I was saying okay, Alice in my head the whole time okay yeah. I didn't want to do Alice because it could be confusing but whoa, if we're agreeing whoa, it's Alice that's my name exactly right <laughs> Alice, Alice with an S here. you have to say the S Alice 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 and I'm Alice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but she's like you know she's not as as warmed up on the Aes Sedai thing. And, you know, a, a lot of the, the kin have been excited about the idea of going back to the tower, but she doesn't seem to feel that way. And I kind of don't blame her, right? Like, yeah. if if the way we've seen Aes Sedai behave is any indication, like, they're going to treat these people like crap just because they're not as strong in the power. Like, yeah. they're, if they're if they're in the kin, they're relatively weak in the power mostly. Yeah, she's, she's seen the Aes Sedai close enough to not be intimidated by them. And, like, I don't like the Aes Sedai personally, so it I doesn't... It doesn't surprise me when somebody doesn't like the Aes Sedai. Yeah, yeah, I totally get where she's coming from. She's like, you know, why, you know, who is it? Uh, I always get their names confused because they are very similar. Is it not Renail? Renail, that's... Uh, uh, Rianne. Uh, Renail is the Windfinder. Rianne is the kin. Yeah, that's not confusing. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. So Rianne is all like, oh man, we're going to get to go back to the tower. And Alice is like, nah, okay. Yeah, I, I kind of like being in charge of this commune. But in the confusion... Uh, which uh, Nynaeve and, and Lan and the warders quickly start tamping down the confusion by herding up everybody with their horses. <laughs> <laughs> Chasing them down with like their <laughs> their warrior swords drawn. I don't know. Hold uh, still. I'm, yeah, trying the, uh, to, I'm trying to save you. The Aes Sedai uh, managed to get a hold of Isban, the Black Aja. Yeah, I know. I was like, in this, in this confusion, uh, Adelaus and Vandine, I think, uh, attempt to run off with a hostage, which seems super suspicious. Oh right? no, they're totally, they're totally Black Aja. Yeah, really? that's you what think I'm thinking. So? Like these, these guys have got to be Black Aja. Oh, they totally are because they made the point. It's been annoying me so much. But you remember when they talk? God, who was it? One of the Black Aja was talking to. I don't. I remember. forgot. It's been so many mysterious meetings with Forsaken. Yeah. Well, I remember that being the case, and it was, and like they made the point of like the Forsaken would like tap her lip thoughtfully or something. That was Messana, and she was meeting with uh, Alviarin, and but she had like a moon shadow face. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was hiding that her was, face. That was yeah. So, so Messana is definitely, I think, either Vandine or the other one because it was saying oh, they just, do that. Because you think they have that gesture? Interesting. But oh, these are... I mean, he, it, was a, it was a Chekhov's gun thing. Like, well, not Chekhov's gun, but like it was super obvious when he was mm-hmm. doing it that that was something that we were supposed to be looking for. Okay. Like Jeff is no, doing Jeff right now. Him. Jeff is a forsaken. <laughs> <laughs> You're Jeff is Masana. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Jeff. Reveal yourself. You heard it here first, people. <laughs> That's right. That's the secret forsaken tell. Yeah. You tap your lips. <laughs> Jeff is black. No, Jeff is uh, forsaken. Confirmed. Well, there's, we get a little bit more evidence that they may be black Aja because... Elaine and Avienda want to question slash torture Isban because like any good D&D party, they go straight to torture as soon as there's information they want. I know it was like, uh, whoa, NDA is okay with torture now? Is this a thing? <laughs> yeah, right? Like I thought, I thought these were like lawful good people here. But uh, Adelius and Vandine come over and say like, at first it seems like they're saying, no, 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 you can't torture them. But then they realize what they're saying is, no, 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 you would suck at torturing them. Let us do it. Yeah. yeah, and 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 then they insist on doing it alone. Like they won't even let him in the room. And I was like, "Fuck no! Why are you agreeing to this? They should not trust these people along like with their okay. hostage." They they have sworn not to use the one power as a weapon, and anything that counts as torture has got to be a weapon, right? Like one would what think, could they right? possibly be doing in there? 
that is a an excellent question. Well, but but okay, but they do though, right? Like the the Ice Sedai use the one power against each other in like like spankings or whatever all the time, right? <laughs> do they? I thought they use like paddles. Oh, maybe I thought I, they use like air or something to physically hurt them, but not like really. I swear, Swan has done that before, but maybe not. I don't know. Maybe that doesn't count as a weapon. Yeah. yeah. She she used the uh, the one power to like tie up Gareth Bryan, which I thought was like that was on the line mm-hmm. in terms of using it as a weapon, right? Yeah, no, for sure. But I, either way, uh, Elaine and Avienda agree to this for reasons I cannot understand. Because even if they aren't Black Aja, they don't right. trust these women. Why would they trust these women? I trust Adelius and Van Dien. No. They seem like totally on the up and up. Mm-mm. I mean, like even if they're not evil, right? Like they're Aes Sedai, and Aes Sedai love to hide information, right? I guess they do, but like, like Moraine trusted these people, right? Well, Moraine's yeah. portal goo. <laughs> Moraine was wrong. What has Moraine done for us lately? Yeah. <laughs> Shit, we haven't seen Moraine part. in what three books, four books? Uh, yeah, there's that that part. I remember when Moraine asked Vandine and Elias, like, "What would happen if I was in a, a magic fight with a Forsaken and we fell through one of these portals?" You guys would know that, and they were like. Totally fine. Hey, okay, go for it. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that scene. <laughs> oh, but no, no, they're they're like, well, okay, fine. You guys do the torturing and take really good notes or something because we're not going to hear anything that happens. Yeah, I I found this actually kind of chilling. This calmness from Van Deen, where she's like, oh yes, yes, we know, I know exactly how to do this. Don't worry, I'll take care of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, like we know, I said I do this, right? They they did it to Swan in the White Tower when she was deposed. They they interrogated both Swan and uh, yeah, Lee, right? that's a good point. They did that. You're right. Uh, and the next time we see Espan, she's very uh, subdued. <laughs> um, but but they decide to go pawing through the circles of abandoned storage unit garbage, right? <laughs> that's right. And now now is the time to go <laughs> identify some more Terangriel, do some more hoarders. What's what's that reality show where you buy like a storage unit and you get to like find out what's in it? There's storage like, wars. Re- storage wars, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what this is. It's like a combination <laughs> of storage wars and Marie Kondo. <laughs> That's right. Oh, this does not bring me joy. It doesn't have any magic yeah. powers. Uh, Alice and Nynaeve are getting everybody into order while Elaine and Avienda are doing this. Uh, and they find several Terangrial and some Angrial. Uh, and these things are really cool. Yeah, yeah I, I, I love I, the descriptions. Love mm-hmm. Yeah, same. So I want to say, like, like uh, Elaine finds an Agriel for her. She finds, a, like, this kind of bracelet and rings that are all chained together with a lock kind of Agriel. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, that, this is the first time I thought this, but that seems like a sex thing, right? Is it? I was thinking this is a trap. What? <laughs> well, because it's got a little bitty lock on a tiny little chain that you could break with your hand, right? Well, if it weren't magic. I thought, well, is it? I, mean, I thought it was a Kurosuvra kind of thing. Also, like a, like a kind of a control thing? Maybe. I mean, that's oh, where we've maybe. seen something kind of like that. I mean, I definitely would not have put that shit on my hand. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Because even if it's not a magical trap, that's been up someone's butt, right? <laughs> <laughs> I just assume every Tarangrel has at some point been up somebody's butt. I mean, <laughs> it's been like 3,000 years, right? That's <laughs> yeah. 3,000 years is a whole lot of butts <laughs> to go off. Look, if it if it could fit in a butt, it's been in the butt. No, I just sit like this and like the the flexible glossy rods that they keep running into. I keep thinking like 
Yeah, there's got to be some sex stuff from the Age of Legends, Chef, right? Chef, you are such yeah, a pervert. Absolutely. Oh, my God. They, but they've got to be, right? They, they use magic items for everything. Mm-hmm. Why would they not? Yeah. And I they mean, lived like... for a long time, and they were very progressive. <laughs> <laughs> they probably they, they had to have gotten bored, right? Like, why would you not? Right. So, not? like, some of these things, they don't know what they do. It's because they haven't used the right part of their anatomy on them, right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Or whatever. Yeah. I mean, a flexible, glossy rod that's always warm to the touch, like... Chapter 34, the dildo of <laughs> Nynaeve's butt. <laughs> you know, ever, ever Elaine's like, I have to go Toronto. study these a little longer. I'll be back later. <laughs> Sorry, ever Rand's not around. Since found that it's been a lot chiller. <laughs> uh, I, I, okay, I guess maybe that's just me then. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm with you, Jeff. I see it. <laughs> so here's the uh, thing. I was thinking about this. So, okay, so Nynaeve wouldn't get pregnant because she's she's like, she knows she's got to know contraceptive herbs. Like she has to, right? Sure, sure, yeah. But it's Lan, and I feel like Lan's sperm would like <laughs> instantly destroy any sort of possible contraception. Yeah, we we have established that there's like baby Lans of all ages all throughout the land. Yeah, yeah so she's Canada probably already pregnant with like quadruplets or something, right? Oh yeah, oh, man, you're yeah, probably right. Oh, when I man, think of yeah. Lan, I kind of think of Ron Swanson and from Parks and Rec, <laughs> and it's the same yeah. thing. Standard birth control doesn't work against Swanson man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Just just blasts right through it. <laughs> that's. <laughs> I want to see a daughter of Nynaeve and Lan. That's true. So let's let's great. mark this date because like nine months from now, there's going to be like a, the, a new army of Malkir. <laughs> <marching> <laughs> So he won't be the last king of Malkyrie anymore, right? He'll be the... Because he won't be. He'll be the second or third to last. Yeah. Or fourth, depending on... Yeah, they need to have a whole lot of kids. I mean, she's she's got wide hips, right? So I'm (laughs) sure she's ready for birth. Massive breasts. Yeah, there you (laughs) go to feed the children. She's not going to run dry. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of naive, she comes and interrupts the Terangrial sorting to say it's time to do the thing. Finally. Finally. We're finally ready, ready to use this weather bowl. Like like two and a half books later. I know, right? Chapter five, The Breaking Storm, Icon of the Lion. So they all head up to a hilltop with the great view, because you got to be able to see to do weather stuff. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh, there's some cloying heart-to-hearts between Elaine and Avienda, and then Elaine and Nynaeve. About what? Uh, what, are they, what are they cloying? What are they getting all worked up about? Uh, Elaine and Avienda, like, Avienda is sad because she shamed Elaine or something. Oh, uh, Because yeah. she wasn't able to scare the sea folk enough. And Elaine's like, oh, you're such a, like, a sister to me. I feel so close to you. Yeah. There's and Avienda's a lot like, of I'm going to kill myself. And Elaine's like, please don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then Elaine, and then Nynaeve is like, I, my brain is scrambled because I've been fucked so good. And <laughs> you, can you pick up some of the slack here? And Elaine's like, we know. Everybody knows. <laughs> Everybody can tell Nynaeve. Everybody. Wow. Uh, that is what she's saying, right? Yes. Basically, yeah. She's like, oh, I'm so in love. No, you're just really well fucked. I mean, you might be yeah. in love, but. Sure, yeah. yeah. both. Hopefully yeah. both, right? Yeah. Uh, Land seems like he has a pretty st- stable, reliable side, which is good. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so they, they, they set up for one of the sea folk, uh, Kair, who's, I guess, the expert on wind bowling. Uh, and she leads a circle, uh, and there's a whole bunch of names. I, I don't even, yeah, I ignored most of them. Yeah, Kair is like, the one that leads it. Uh, yeah. her sister Talan sister. is, 
they're jealous of each other or something. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is Talon her sister? I thought that was true. Hold on. Let's see. Because uh, I thought Talon was the strong one and it was like a... No, it's Tabrail. Tabrail is her sister. Tabrail is her sister. And Talon is the it, strong one. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> it, doesn't, it super doesn't matter, right? Yeah. Uh, um, what is kind of cool is they they teach us... Or they teach the Windfinders and us by... Uh, by association, how linking works. And that's something they haven't really talked about before. So I think it was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, you know, who is it? Renale? Or is it Rianne thought it was really creepy? Because, you know, once you're in a circle with somebody, then you you have to do, like, they're in control. They can do your channeling for you. Mm -hmm. I found this creepy too, but I, but Elaine was like, no, 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 no. That's, that's stupid. Your concerns are stupid. Yeah. And then one of the, a couple of the eyes that I come forward, and they're like, no, no, it's cool, guys. It's cool. And everyone's like, all right, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. It is a little. It's giving yourself over your your power and your ability over to somebody else in a way that you can't undo. It sounds like, right. you know? yeah. And I don't trust any of these people, right? Right. Like, Why if, would you? If Kair, for whatever reason, had decided to just start blasting people with the power of thirteen I said I or whatever, then that would have been a big problem. Yeah. They just met yeah. this person. Yeah, that's right. But whatever they they go through with it and they make a big old circle and Kair. It's kind of funny because Kair does like sea folk ship discipline where she just gives everybody sharp orders and expects them to jump to comply. Yeah. Um, and when they're in the circles, they can sense everybody's emotion. So everybody can sense how horny Nynaeve is. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Everyone's like, damn. Well, that yeah. explains a lot. <laughs> like if they didn't know before, now they really know it. No <laughs> wonder we need this weather bolt. Get some water for Nynaeve because she's real thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so there's this big epic sorcery which is awesome like in the tv show if they get to this point in season eight there's going to be amazing uh visual effects as they create a giant massive weave that goes up into the sky and out into all the weather everywhere <laughs> yeah this is gonna be like the most expensive episode in the season right these few chapters were really interesting because he really goes into what it looks like which I thought was super cool. Like there's a number of times when he describes what weaving looks like, and we hadn't really gotten a lot of that before. So that was, that was interesting. I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I wonder if that's a, I wonder if that's an Elaine thing. Like it seems like Elaine is more able to see and understand threads and weaves. And that's maybe why she's able to make Terangrel. And I wonder if that's, if it's just because we're seeing it from her perspective. Oh, that's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she sees it better than other people do. Yeah. Like she's one of these old blood type people that can see us to weave once and be able to do it, right? I think so, yeah. So yeah, that's an interesting thing. Uh, but yeah, it's really cool. Um, and it goes out and it's really impressive and it tires everybody out uh, and doesn't have any immediate effect. Which is um, a little anticlimactic, right? Like, mm-hmm. good job, team, mission accomplished, I hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then they, they sense some more channeling and they spot the Shanshan attack on Ibudar. Yeah, so we're they're finally caught up in time where we left off last book, I guess, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. So the wall is just about to fall on Matt. <laughs> That's right. Squashing him flat. He's flat Matt now. Keeping keeping track on the timeline. We're now at, at flat Matt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's some Shanshan flyers who are out scouting them. Uh, and this, I thought, was a little interesting because the Aes Sedai just fry them, right? Because they think they're darkspawn. True. So the Aes Sedai can kill people if they think it's Darkspawn, except Elaine specifically thought you can see the little riders on there. That's not Darkspawn, right? So they know there's people up there, right? Yeah. So how can they fry these people? I mean, and these people, may, maybe like 
they might believe that their lives are in danger somehow. So that it's in their self-defense. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I thought this was a little like sketchy. Like all these people are all black Asha. Well, okay. No, no, you're right though. I, I mean, like, I, I think that there's no circumstance. There's no, like, even if they don't know what exactly what that is, there is nothing in the known world that looks like that. That is a, not a, a risk to them. Right. Uh, well, but they, there's things in the known world they don't know about, right? Like a, a big flying thing that's not attacking them yet. Do we yeah. actually know that the oaths work or do we just, does everybody just think that they work? Like what would happen if one of them just said a flat out lie? Well, somebody They're- mentioned like they, they like try to lie and just like the words won't come out. It just won't, it just doesn't happen. Okay. Yeah. And that's also why their oaths are such a big deal because, because they can't lie, their oaths become binding. Mm-hmm. I was just wondering if by this point, like if we knew that that actually was a real thing or if it was just a long, long tradition that they thought was real. I think we're pretty sure it's it's legit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's legit. And I wonder like, so it, is the the oath is binding because they said it, but that does that mean it's binding because they meant it when they said it? But if they change their mind later, does the oath no longer binding? Like if they intend to change their mind, then they can't say it out loud, right? But some like situation could just change. Like, you know, I swear to stay in this house for the rest of my life, but then like eventually they they give up on it and change their mind. Now they can leave. I guess so. No. I, I wonder. I guess it's it's a little vague. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, like they uh, Elaine and Nynaeve know who this is. Uh, decide that it is time to run away as fast as they can. Uh, a rare, smart, non-aggressive decision from I, I don't India. No, I feel a little bad about it because, like, they're like, "Oh, but Matt's in Ebudar, and you know he saved us a lot of times." Yeah, and, and then they're like, "Nah, he's fine. He's, I mean, he's not fine. He's dead." But you know, they don't know right. that, right? Right. They don't know that he's he's sure for sure one hundred percent dead, like we know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, but they, like, they don't even right. feel bad they, about it. There's nothing they can do, right? There's an army there. I mean, yeah, I guess they are an army though, too, right? I and mean, e- even like... when like Rand and Matt and Perrin rescued them from the Shanshan army at Falm. It was with the the army of heroes of legend. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess with the number of channelers that they have with them, it feels like they could actually mount an attack, but maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. These channelers aren't, aren't like battle channelers either. So I, I think they're right not to fight. Yeah. No, you're probably right. It's probably the smart thing to do. I just, uh, I felt like they made that decision real quick, you know? Like, yeah, the only real stone cold killers there are Avienda, Elaine, and Nynaeve. True, and Ispan. <laughs> uh, yeah, though she's uh, occupied at the moment. Yeah, so they run down the hill. Uh, chapter six, threads. Icon of the Shanshan. Uh, they and run down the hill. <laughs> yeah, they still run. They all run all the way downhill. Uh, Elaine falls down. Uh, it's very funny. Yeah, she flips through the air, which is like, I, I was trying to picture it. I was like, I don't think you can do that in real life. But, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Have you ever run downhill? Uh, I try not to. Right. Because if flip- you trip, you fly through the air. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which I, I thought that's like pretty dangerous. But then again, they got all kinds of healers, right? Yeah. Like I bet true. a bunch of them broke their neck on the way down and they just like, whoop, <laughs> popped them back right? up. This is like wizard school, right? Like people break their arms all the time. And they just magically <laughs> yeah. heal them. Yeah. It's like, it's like Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and anyway, Alice... You know, she's she's got control of this. She's got the shit together. Yeah, Alice yeah. is like MVP here. Like she Alice is. is I was like, so even if you didn't share Alice my name, I would like you a lot. Like you're great. Yeah, no, like she's like she's someone you want to put in charge of something important. Like she is running shit. You know, mm-hmm. you yeah. need to like get her on their team immediately. 
Yeah. And they notice that there's kind of like sidar, like one power remnants all over the place from the channeling for the weather. Mm-hmm. I was wondering about that. Yeah. So I think what this is, is that the way you change the climate is you have to change the humidity and the air pressure, right? That's how the climate changes. Or or you change like the, the overall energy level, like the, the heat level in a huge quantity of air. Mm-hmm. So I think what has happened, what the bowl has done is it has done something that is like either draining water out of the air or something like that, or changing the temperature very slowly over time and like this ongoing process. Oh, so like there's like a, there's is like like a magic these, weave going. Still. Right. Yeah. And it's like so big, like maybe it's one of those things where if you zoomed out to the whole planet, you could see this giant weave wrapping over the whole planet. But since they're inside it and it's everywhere, they can't see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway. that, that that would make sense because I because they kept. Elaine keeps mentioning this and I could not figure out what was going on if it was like just fatigue. But no, that makes perfect sense if this is just weather magic happening a little bit everywhere all the time. Yeah. Um, I want to point something out that's happening here as they're all running around. They mentioned that Vandine's water appears carrying a large jute sack. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, and then suddenly they appear with a complacent person with a bag over their head. That's definitely Ispan, right? Oh my God. (laughs) <laughs> you're right i'm just saying huh. like she's not that person is no longer trying to get the mask off her face so no uh-huh. one no one gets a look at ispan that's a good point if it is Ispen. i'm just saying maybe i'm a cons- maybe this is just conspiracy theory maybe this is nothing but like i swear those two are up to something no i'm convinced 90 percent chance that the warder is also a dark friend is it are they black aja if they're a warder huh. that's a good question i i mean i assume so right like do, do warders become black aja do we have we met a black aja who still has a warder no, because they've all been red. Well, they've been mostly red for the most part. Right, yeah. Because they're assholes was... and red is the, the asshole. Asha. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a couple of grays like like Alviar and... Yeah, uh, and whites. Yeah. No blues though, right? No blues. And I don't know if we've ever heard... No, we have heard of some green Aja. I remember somebody thinking some shit about her. But I don't know if any of the, of the black Aja still have warders. We haven't ever heard of that. Mm-hmm. I wonder what would happen if that if that would affect their oath or if they just have to follow the Black Aja and become evil by association. Yeah, right? I mean, well, like, they can the Aes Sedai who is bonded can make the warder do things, but I think they have to concentrate on it. Mm-hmm. So uh, Nynaeve is upset that Alice is so competent, and I found this really annoying. I know. Yeah. Like, she, sh- she should be thankful for this. This is This makes her life so much easier. Like that, I think that's like it's the total package of Nynaeve is there's high highs and low lows. And this is the, the low is when she has these dominance games with people is the worst. Mm-hmm. It is very irritating. Yes. And, and, the, and unfortunately, this is something that, that she hasn't gotten any better about, you know, like it's one of those mm-hmm. things that I, I thought maybe would uh, would would sort of melt away because she had a, that moment where she was, you know, her her uh, her confidence was sort of broken for a little while, but. Doesn't seem to have helped much. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, in the organization, uh, Elaine manages to hear uh, a new swear that one of the sea folk calls somebody a fish lover. <laughs> and Elaine's <laughs> like, like, "What? That's, that's, that seems like a weak swear. I liked eating fish just fine." <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I found this adorable because she's like, she's got this catalog in the back of her brain of like bad words, and she's like. All right, yeah, I'm gonna use that one. Yeah, summer that. ham, sure. Yeah, <laughs> summer ham. <laughs> yeah, wait. So if fish lover, well, I mean, obviously means something different than she thinks. I wonder if summer ham has a meaning that we're missing. 
I think it's got to be a butt, right? Oh, I mean, okay. Right? No, okay, yeah, yeah, because like a ham is like a pressed right? ham. Pressed ham. <laughs> <laughs> but who knows, right? I don't know what well, summary about it. Because wasn't it a thing where she said that and no one knew what she meant except for like Lan or something? So yeah. Someone knew what she. Yeah, and Lan was like, "Whoa." <laughs> <laughs> She's going to call someone a fish lover and the sea folk are going to be like, seriously? That's disgusting. <laughs> Get off this boat. We don't use that word anymore. <laughs> That's our word. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so they all head through the gateway. This gateway thing, very useful. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. they, they take the, Elaine takes them all to Andor. And Elaine decides to unweave the gateway like Avienda did, that extremely dangerous thing that she doesn't know how to do. Yeah, Elaine was like feeling a little jealous of Avienda's new trick, and she's like, "I'm gonna do it. I can do it. It's probably yeah. fine." Uh, I, I have a question. One of the things they do in all the organization is they send this Aes Sedai, the youngest Aes Sedai or lowest standing Aes Sedai, up to the hill to watch out for the Shanshan. Uh huh. Did she come down? Did they leave That's her behind? Good question. I we was never heard from this her chapter, again, right? For her name, like, what about Carrie Anne? She's gonna be a Domini. <laughs> Like they left oh, they her. About her. Well, that's they? why they used the weakest one. Did yeah, I guess she's gonna so, be a right? shitty Domine. Yeah, like you know, they, they, did they signal her? Was there a plan for this? Alice I mean, probably was, took over care of it. Right? I'm sure Alice. I was took gonna care say, yeah, yeah, because because think about it this way, right? Like that portal was open way longer than it should have been, right? That's a good point. Yeah, surely she was sitting up on that hill, keeping watch, and was like, "Well, everyone's gone now. Maybe I should go." Not. I'm going to sit up here and keep watch. I don't know, right? <laughs> yeah, but they could have, like, it took a long time for them to get down the hill in the first place. Hopefully, I don't know. I'm worried about Carrie Ann. <laughs> we, we have not heard from her since, so you're, that, that's legit. I don't uh, know. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to keep watch. This is going to be Carrie Ann watch. Hopefully, they didn't, like, everybody just forgot about her. Hashtag, where's Carrie Ann? Have you ever seen Carrie Ann? Uh, she's around somewhere, I'm sure. I'm sure she's fine. Yeah, so as they make it through the portal and it, Elaine is carefully unweaving the thing, which I guess you can't stop once you started. Uh, like Lay's potato chips. <laughs> right, uh, once you pop. The Shanshen arrive on the other side of the gate uh, in a whole like army with Domini and everything and there's this awesome battle through the gateway as the Shanshen try and shoot them with uh, crossbow bolts and Avian is throwing fireballs and Elaine is still trying to do her thing and Birgitta, who uh, is the real MVP here, right, does her awesome hero of legend stuff like, you know, using the reins uh, like stepping on the reins with her boot to keep her horse from running away while she shoots and every arrow hits somebody. Super awesome. Yeah, this is pretty cool. This is a very, this is a really like dramatic action scene to me. Yeah, this is like, because I was kind of like, this is Robert Jordan at his worst is naive doing her stupid dominance games and Robert Jordan at his best is this kind of amazing action that's like gripping and page turning. Oh yeah, for sure. And then like, <laughs> and we had these right next to each other, didn't we? Right. Yeah, yeah. And then Elaine is, uh, she can't get it unweaved in time. So Birgitta, again, MVP, puts her and Avienda both on her horses, facing backwards, backwards. so they can see. Mm-hmm. Genius. And I then know. they and they ride off. And then at the last minute, oh, Birgitta does all this stuff while she has a crossbow bolt in her leg, by the way. Right. Yeah. And uh as she they're they're almost about to get away, a domine steps through the gateway and shields Elaine, which causes the unweaving to unweave, and it's a bomb. <laughs> It explodes and knocks them all down the other side of the hill, screws them up, uh, and that's it for Carrie Ann, I guess. It was very suspenseful. <laughs> I mean, it if, was. There was, if Carrie Ann was there, she's not there anymore, that's um, for sure. So I looked <laughs> yeah. it up on the app, the Watt Compendium app, 
And this is the only time that she appears in Path of Daggers. Oh my God. They don't even oh, mention her ever no. again. In Path of Daggers, at least. I'm not going to look ahead, but. Oh, man. Oh. You're I feel totally so bad right. for Carrie Ann. Bye, Carrie Ann. She didn't do anything wrong. Mm-mm. Okay, hold on, though. She didn't do anything right either, right? Like, she didn't give anyone alarm, like, oh, there's an army coming. She was, that's, oh. that was her only job. You know, that is a good point. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe she was the weakest link. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying she deserved to die, but I'm saying if anyone had to go. I mean, maybe Carrie Ann's not the worst person I mean, to go. At least she got blowed up by Elaine's unweaving trick and, and not turned into a uh, magic slave. Yeah, that's true. And, and you know, Elaine said it would be a terrible way to die. But honestly, I think it probably you'd probably die pretty instantaneously. Yeah, that's a, at ground zero I, when that thing goes off. That's yeah. probably as good as it gets in terms of dying. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, one of those action scenes where they're riding away from the explosion and then, then the it goes off behind them. cool guys don't look at explosions or whatever. Except I guess both Elaine and Avienda were looking right at that explosion. Right. But Brigitte doesn't. She's cool. Right. <laughs> She's the action hero of this scene. Yeah, she's awesome. I, I love Brigitte. Every time she does something, she's awesome. Mm-hmm. I agree. She's coolest. So, yeah, they they pick themselves up off the bottom of the slope. Uh, t- two of their horses died, um, and that's sad. Uh, Lioness died, which is less sad because that was a dumb name. And- <laughs> wow. I was a little too fond of that horse, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. And they head back up, and like they see this uh, nuclear bomb site that she just blew up, and Elaine's like, got him. <laughs> But now Elaine and Avienda are super besties because uh, I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, they almost died together. You know, that brings people together, for, I, I guess. I guess so, yeah. And uh, then we get a, a quick POV from one of the Shanshan flyers that was above this battle. <laughs> I actually love this scene because there's like, they're flying along and the, they're t- chatting. And one of the, fl- the Shanshan is like planning her retirement. And, like, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, get by yeah, I'm have some kids. I think I'm gonna get out. You know, get a little place on the beach, serve cocktails. Uh-huh. It's like, sure, you are a kid. Yeah, sure you're you you're basically <laughs> the cop who's one day from retirement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we get a bunch of cool Shanshan details. That was super the way cool. These people think these people mm-hmm. are like professional flyers, and uh, you know this, that, and the other, and it's cool. Uh, but there's a giant bomb because Elaine did a giant bomb in two places mm-hmm. at once, uh, and the Shanshan are just completely wrecked. And yeah, the, the there's two riders on this uh, rockat. What is this called? Uh, rockin. Yeah, there's two riders on this rockin, and uh, the this explosion sends the rockin flying tumbling through the air. And when it writes, then the other one's not there anymore. The straps are broken. Yep. 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 So much for that retirement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, then the then the the surviving. Uh, Rockin Flyer thinks to herself that Lady Suroth is on her way to Ibudar, who we know that is like the that's the dark friend one. Yes, yeah, she's the dark friend uh, Shan Chen, who's I guess following direct orders from the who's she following orders from at this point? I don't remember. Uh, did we ever know? Maybe not. I, I think it was probably Lanfear like a million years ago. Yeah, so who knows what she's doing now? Yeah, nobody knows. I mean. <laughs> Conquering Ebudar, apparently. <laughs> right. So that's it for this episode. Next time, we're going to cover chapters seven through nine of Path of Daggers. I am Jeff Lake. That's at Jeff underscore Lake on Twitter. I'm Alice Sullivan. That's at Alice M. Sullivan on Twitter and Blue Bonnet Cafe on Instagram. I'm Michael Spargman. I don't have one of those. If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at the dragonreread.com. We love hearing from you. 
Uh, please share us with anybody you think will like this. Please give us good reviews wherever you got this, especially iTunes. Please support us at Patreon, patreon.com slash Armadillo Podcasting Club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. The, the light, light is in you. you.